am Amanda Frost, and I got next. SLT Nation, what it do, fam? Welcome back to another episode of Sports Life Talk. You got next. Well, Kevin and I, we comb and scour the earth to try to find you amazing people doing big things and accomplishing big dreams. And today we got one that's a very extraordinary story. We're going to go all over the globe, but we also going to give you guys something really pleasurable to look at. We got basketball beauty herself, rookie of the year, Amanda Frost in the building. How you doing, Amanda? I am doing great, and I um, appreciate you guys having me on here. I'm excited yeah. to talk about what's going on. Yeah, we got we got a lot to unpack with you, Amanda. So we're going to get to that in a second. If you're new to this channel, I am your host, the mouth of the South B. Jones, the Louisiana. I'm rocking alongside my colleague, my co-host, my brother, my PIC, the head coach, KT. Kev, you, you ready to rock and roll, man? Am I ready? Just like Amanda, man, I, I'm always ready to get buckets, so let's do it. Yeah, man, you stay frosty. Hey, so uh, listen, if this is your first time checking out the channel, we want to thank you for stopping by. Gracias. It means a lot to us for you to show us some support, whether you're here to hear Amanda's story or whether you just to check out what those two guys down in Dallas are doing. It's big things are popping and little stuff is stopping. Right now, we are tracking to hit a thousand subscribers. And so we need to ask a favor from you. It won't cost you a penny. All it takes is a couple of clicks and your support will go miles okay on the count of three we are going to hold hands kumbaya and i need you to smash that subscribe button are you guys ready riverside stand up let's go one two three Ooh! now you just got first front row seats to all kind of amazing content amazing stories we put out new episodes of you got next every thursday and sunday so guess what welcome to the slt family now you're part of the slt family but below us we got the lovely amanda frost hooper extraordinaire first class first team big sky university of northern arizona alumni Welcome to the show, but Amanda, before you can become part of the Sports Life Talk family, we have to take you through the initiation. Are you okay with that? Yes. All right, and we demand excellence. All right, Kevin, let's go. Good grief. All right, so to initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five hip-hop artists. Okay, um, so my top five, I'm more of an R&B artist, so I will go with um, Beyonce is definitely one of my number one. Chris Brown, um, Indy Irie. Well, we're going old Destiny Child, everything with Beyonce. And I would go with, uh, I guess, Neo. I could throw Neo in there. Oh, you can't go wrong with Neo. I I'm or feeling you on that. Okay, I'll go with Ashton too. Okay. Either or. Y'all good with that. So uh, give us your favorite sports teams. Favorite sports teams, 
gotta go with my man LeBron. Um, I've been following him forever. So now, of course, he's here in LA. So I'm a Laker fan, and of course, I um, I follow the Sparks as well. All right. So, who is your favorite superhero, and why? So my favorite superhero, I would go with Storm. Um, it's kind of, if I did two, it would be co-ed with the Storm and Cyclops. I like what they got going on together. All right, Storm. Since <laughs> every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Survival. Survival, survival by Destiny I'll go Survivor. I'll go Survivor. All right, so B. Jones, I think it's safe to say that Amanda Frost is in the family. Man, well, okay. guess what? Welcome to the family, Amanda. Now, I can't—I mean, I can't even start the show. There's so many different directions we could go in. You have literally been a little bit of everywhere. Now, you're from Riverside. You ch- you went to an HBCU in Hampton for a semester. You went to some other school, Fullerton. You've been in Northern Arizona. Tell us a little bit about coming up and kind of kind of tell us a little bit about your journey to uh, to finally getting there at Northern Arizona. Um, so I was I was raised just by my dad. Uh, my dad had me in every sport, but basketball obviously was my favorite. Um, I was very competitive at a younger age, still competitive, actually. Um, but yeah, so I played travel ball, and once I started playing travel ball, I started getting a few offers here and there. I played for Cal Sparks my last year, and which is in LA. And when we went to tournaments on the East Coast, I just got a whole bunch of little offers from the East Coast, and I decided, you know, why not expand my horizons and go a little far away from Dad. Dad was a little nervous, but um, you know, I was ready. I was ready to go play. I was ready to experience new things um and i had a blast and i went with one of my really good friends so we signed together we both came from riverside so we went there and um it didn't work out as far as there was a whole bunch of different like paperwork issues and things like that so came back i went to fullerton college somewhere close home and then um i had a friend also playing nau so she was talking to coaches and I wanted to do one year at Fullerton and go and so I did that I asked everything did everything I had to do to get back out and finish my three years at NAU so so when now do you consider yourself and I know I know everybody has to have a little bit of pride themselves to be a competitor right you got to have some belief in yourself but do you consider yourself a a real like top-notch hooper i mean i'm looking at some of these statistics in the laundry list i mean you have a laundry list of accolades but you were one of the best players in the big sky one of the top five players in the big sky conference you uh you you were one of you i think you scored the ninth most points in school history you averaged like 22 points a game then even when you went overseas you were getting buckets everywhere you've been you dropped buckets and then most recently you went to the basketball beauties league as a rookie and dominated one rookie of the year and then you won the championship along well as some other outstanding talented individuals but i mean how do you see your game how do you see yourself as a basketball player i think i critique myself pretty hard um, 
So I, I don't think I'm one of the best, even though the accolades kind of show. I know that I can, I know I can shoot. So I, I know I can put the ball in the rim or in the hole. So I know I can do that. But um, I still, I just, I just critique myself a lot. And so even if, if I was playing just in the basketball beauty league or I'm playing in a scrimmage or little things like that, if I make a little mistake where it was a bad pass, I could have made a better pass or I should have cut or I should have hit somebody on the pass. Um, I just think about all those things all the time. And, um, I think about the really good players like Diana Taurasi, somebody I look up to, Deladon, Diana, uh, not Diana, um, Deladon. I look up to her too and Candace Parker, you know, some of the greats. And when I say make certain moves or certain, when they make certain passes and things like that, that's what I critique my game. Oh, well, Diana Taurasi wouldn't have made that pass, you know what I mean? Or she would have wrapped it around or she would have set that, you know? So little things like that, I just critique a lot. Well, I had to check my, I had to read the article twice because when you say that you one thing you know that you could do is shoot, like you are an extremely accurate shooter. Your percentage is over 45, I think it was 46.7% uh, from shooting in the field and you hit 93% of your free throws. So if the ball leaves your fingertips, it's buckets automatically. I mean, it, we ought to call it automatic Amanda, Amanda Otto or something. Cause I mean, you, you out there shooting at a, at a Steph Curry-esque type rates. Now, how competitive is that basketball beauties league? Cause I've seen it. It looks like y'all go pretty hard. I mean, like those yeah. ladies, hey, as attractive as, 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 uh, as y'all are, I mean, it's be some thumping, some banging going on. Yeah. I think, um, I think when it first started it, it wasn't as competitive, but I think now, um, you know, obviously the more years you get under your belt, you start bringing in a lot of good girls and they've got girls from everywhere, you know, and they're starting leagues in, in different states and things like that. So um, I I knew one of the coaches that was coaching there. That's how I started to play. Um, but the director, Cookie, um, she's awesome. That was directing here in LA and um, he was another woman that's doing really good things and um, just trying to get all the competitive girls around this area to go out and play. It's its really fun. And just for this one year, I've met already, you know, a whole team of girls that are just amazing in what they do. Um, you know, from YouTube stars to um, to teachers to all, all types of things. And um, I think it's more than just, you know, competitive basketball. It's women in sports and succeeding in life and coming together like that. It's, it's, it's really fun. Now I skip forward to talk about the basketball beauties because we've had we've been privileged enough we've had a couple of basketball beauties on and so you guys and, and and every time we do it it's like it's crazy how good you guys are so that's why I brought that league up but you didn't just journey into the basketball league I mean the basketball beauties your your journey went internationally you played six years international you played in all kind of different countries Poland I saw Poland I saw a couple of other ones tell us a little bit about how competitive it was playing overseas and also what was what was your your, your highlight or what was the most beautiful place you visited what, what what part of that all of those different changes did you enjoy the most so I think um for me the best part was just seeing the world like granted you know at first it was play basketball you know all I thought was the only thing I could do is play basketball so if I can't do anything else you know I'm stuck so um once I started playing professionally you know it just was like like I said you just you gotta play you gotta play and you gotta perform and, and it becomes a business out there 
But the beauty in it is you meet so many different people and you meet their cultures. You know, you you get inclined to their culture, see what they do, see what they eat, see how they act, you know. And um, I think going to all those different countries and I still talk to, you know, at least two or three teammates on a monthly, daily basis or weekly, daily basis um, from those different countries just because of those bonds. You know what I mean? You're there for a season, but um, you don't know anybody. So your teammates are, are basically your family. So so that was the best part for me is, is just meeting all those people and being able to play basketball around the world is, is amazing. What's one spot that you would like, B, you got to go check out this, this spot. The food is banging. The scene is amazing. The energy is electric. What's one country or what's one spot that we got to go? Me and Kev, we packing up. In two months, we're going. Australia. Ooh. Gotta go to Australia. That was by far my favorite country. Well, one, they just speak in English, so it is easier. Um, and you can read stuff out there. You know, you can read what's at the store. You can read the packets. You know, if it's chicken or beef or, um, you know, so so that's a, it's, it's much easier. But it's also, they're, they're just so laid back. Um, so fun they're not so serious about life it's just kind of like let's just go enjoy life that's how I felt out there and um, I was in a I played in two different um, spots in Australia but Mount Gambier was definitely one of my favorites it was a small country town but everybody was really close and um, and we did we did really good things that, that first year that they had a women's team so um, yeah I loved it there you have to go visit no, I'm a big I'm a big guy, so I can tell the difference between chicken and beef just by looking at it. So uh, pork, right. I, right. I, I could I could diagnose my meats pretty well. But uh, Australia got Vegemite. Did you like that Vegemite? No, I so, know that's gross, isn't it? I oh. try it. It's too salty for me. Um, they try to get me to try it in different ways, but I cannot do the Vegemite. No, I had a colleague. Butter. Yeah, butter toast and jelly is for me. <laughs> that Vegemite is gross. Australia, bury it, throw it away, yeah, burn it off. All right, so I'm now I know that. So I'm glad you talked a little bit about your international experiences because you because you a dog. You you played. You've been a lot of places. You you are what I call at the highest level exposed, right? So now you get to take this same level of information, exposure, experience. And you get to pass it down to your kids. So tell us all about Demand Pro Skills International and kind of what you're doing as a mentor and a coach and a business owner out there uh, to help these kids prepare for life and basketball. Man, I'm trying to do it all for them. Um, you know, I, I just I really want to get kids out. I want them to experience what I experience. You know, um, being from this area, it's not, it's not the best area but it's not the worst area. Um, but you know, kids kids need that. They need that push. They need a mentor. They need somebody that believes in them every single day, no matter what. And, and I think that's what demand, um, that's what we bring here at demand. So, you know, we focus on bringing more of a family aspect. So yes, we want to get them scholarships. We want to get them playing all over the world. We want to you know, travel with the kids. We want to get them to different states and be able to play and just experience life. But our our main goal is to get them to succeed. You know, there, there's a lot of things they learn in school, but they don't learn how, you know, you don't learn about credit. You don't learn about, you know, little simple things that, that the kids are going to need to be, pre- 
be prepared for. And um, I think we want to incorporate all that in demand and just let it be an outlet for kids. So, you know, every time something's going wrong, I know when I go to demand gym, I'm going to be good. You know, I can let that all go. I leave it at the door. I'm going to be good. Even if I'm having a bad game, coach got my back. Coach got me. Coach has my best interest. You know, even if we're making them run a thousand sprints because they're not listening, you know, we're here for them. And um, that's what we created. And, and we've only, we just started. So it's going to be a year this, this end of July. And um, we've got our own court now. We've got yeah. five teams. We're doing summer camps. We're doing tournaments now. Um, and I got to give it up to that that first team that, that trusted in us. We went from park to park, putting up signs during COVID. And um, it, we, we didn't think we were going to get really any anybody. But first time trials, we had about 15 kids. And we're like, yes, we have enough for a team. You know, this is it. And um, once that started, starting to get some games. And like I said, it was pretty hard because of course COVID was going on and we didn't know if, if parents were ready, but that COVID is kind of getting out the way. Parents are like, please take my kids, you know, please, we want them. We yeah. want to find a good partner for them. And I want them out of the house. I need them off of these iPads and game systems. They need to be exercising. And so we're just trying to create everything um, that we can to just make kids happy, have fun and, and succeed in life. So I, I, this, this is my last question, Kevin, and then I'll let you take over here. I, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in the position of a 16-year-old boy, right? You just mentioned mm -hmm. about the video games and stuff like that, but I'm also understanding that this is a pubescent stage in a 16-year-old. Now, Coach Frost, you a basketball beauty. you very easy on the eyes. Do these kids, do they look at you and take you for granted because how uh, how attractive you are? Or do you have to be like, all right, you want to talk, you want to, mess with coach and you give them the ball and you have to show them you can get buckets i mean do they take you for granted because of that or how do you how do you overcome that that uh that you know that part of the process or that mentality? um yeah so I, I don't well you know i don't think that any of my kids look at me like, i don't you know i'm never i don't think about that stuff um but you know at the same time they, they always say that i'm the i'm the harder coach so i think i try to be really hard on them to make them know that okay no you know don't worry about my face or um, how I yeah. you know how all of that resonates but um more I just try to really just get in their head get in their ear and and show them how to work hard give them a good work ethic like you said though if if they do try me every once in a while I do gotta step in there and, and they know what's up they know all my kids know I'm not I don't take it easy I'm not letting you win I'm not doing none of that so if you beat me it's because you actually beat me and we play a couple games all the time, like a, um, what's it called? Uh, like it's like a game. Yeah, like knockout, things like that. Knockout. Like games like that. And, you know, I never lose. So I, but once they beat me, I'm sure you'll hear about it everywhere. I would have I'm glad you said that because, yeah, because my next question was going to be a game of 21. Who mm -hmm. wins out of you and uh, Jenna Bandy? No, I don't, I don't know. And you know, the kids asked me that question when we had her come to the summer camp and they said, um, who would win one-on-one, -on -one? you know, and um, I'm, I'm pretty humble. So I will give it to Jenna. I will give it to Jenna. But of course, if we start playing one-on-one, -on -one, then, you know, it'll probably get a little intense. So, so I might have to take over. But I think she's an awesome player. So 
Um, and her one-on-one skills are really good. What was it like for being a, a tag team partner on the, on the court? Oh, it was awesome. Like I said, I, it was my first time playing with her and um, a lot of the other ladies that were on my basketball people team. And it, it just was awesome. Energy was awesome. Um, you know, we were moving the ball, passing the ball. Everybody can score on a team, which was really good. Um, I kind of just played my part, played my role. We all did. And I think that's how we became the championship team. It was it was really fun to be a part of, you know, like being able to pass the ball and you know somebody's going to, they can do exactly what you can do or they can score the ball just as good as you can. It, it's a good feeling. So what's funny about that, um, was it about a month ago, we interviewed uh, Jada Bovero. Jada Bovero, yep. And it was like basically 30 minutes before y'all game or maybe an hour before y'all game. And oh. then y'all go out, and y'all went out there and beat her, so. Oh, did she say they were going to win? Uh, you know what, Amanda? I'm gonna let you go and watch that episode uh, when it comes out. <laughs> no spoilers. He, he here. was talking cash money. I, I'm not even going for oh, it. Okay. No. So, how do you balance family and basketball? Um. So, my family, most of my family, all lives here in Riverside. Um. I try to get together with them on weekends. Um. They do help out with. Well, my dad helps out. I see him almost every day. He comes to the gym. He's always checking up on me. That's that's my go-to man, um, him and my partner. So those two, they never leave my side. But as far as family, like I said, weekends, I, I try to get it in. I try to set time aside to where, okay, this weekend is off. So, I'm, you know, we're going to go do something with the family. Um, my nieces, I have one, two nephews and one niece, two nieces. So um, I try to do as much as I can with them as well. All right. So what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use in everyday life? Oh, basketball has taught me everything in my life. Punctuality, you know, being on time. I think I am um, somebody that, you know, if we need to be at practice at five, I'm there for, you know, um, make sure none of the kids beat me to practice. None of them have. Well, one time we were at the, when we had a practice outside, the kids would get dropped off extra early at like one. You know, and our practice was at four, so they would say, "Coach, we beat you to the, we beat you to the, you know, practice and things like that." But um, they know they never beat us ever. Um, but it taught me how to communicate with others. Like I said, expand my horizons with um, communicating. I used to be really close, and if I didn't know you, I didn't really talk to you. You know, that's kind of how you grow up when you're. In a um, in a rough, I guess, neighborhood, you grow up and you only trust that circle around you, and you only speak to that circle around you. But um, the older I get, you know, it's it's all about networking. It's all about talking to other people, and um, the only way you learn. So that's what has definitely taught me so much. All right, coach. So this is the part where I get in your your business business, okay? Okay. So <laughs> you, you you've seen the movie Love and Basketball, correct? I have. Okay, so let's just say that you're Monica Wright. Tell us about your Quincy McCall. My Quincy, okay. So we met in Australia playing basketball overseas. And the funny part is um, all of my Australian teammates will tell you how funny it is that we're actually together now and still together because I was done with basketball players, athletes. And 
you know, because you travel so much and, you know, you meet the same type of athletes and um, no offense to guys, most of most of it goes to their head that they're a professional athlete, you know, so they love all the women around them. And because I was a professional athlete, um, you know, I, I knew what it was too, but I, I don't care to, you know, like all the guys or, or things, I don't care about that. Men care more about, oh yeah, I got, you know, three or four women, things like that. Anyways. Um, and they got people at home, so I was done. I was done with athletes. You were done. I could tell. I, I could tell by the way you said it. You was through. I was through. I said, no, I, don't. I would just want to meet a regular stand-up guy, you know, um, good family guy. Just, I just want a good quality. That was it. I was asking for a lot. So in Australia, um, my boyfriend now, he, he asked and he said, um, you know, he wanted to pick me up from the airport, which was a joke because I didn't even know him at the time. And um, so, of course, I said, um, no, you're not picking me up from the airport. Anyways, he's, he was a big player type at the time. And, um, you know, of course, he's 6'9", so the girls are flocking when they see him at the games and this and this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, just another guy, another one of those athletes. Um, anyways, long story short is he, he started to grow on me. He, he didn't go away. So... And I kept telling my my teammates, no, no, you know, like, I'm not gonna give in, no. Um, eventually I, I gave in and he just was consistent. So he just was, let's hang out, let's be here every day, you know, let's go out. So in, when you play overseas, all you have is basketball. Um, I finished my master's one of the years when I was overseas because I just was so bored that I was like, there's only so much basketball that you can do, what else can I do? So I did my master's. So this, that last year I played in Australia, I didn't have um, to do anything that I kind of did little side trainings and things like that but um, so we just were always hanging out together after practice before practice everything and it kind of when it got down to the end because he was from DC and I was from California so we're still on opposite sides it was basically if you want me you gotta come here that was it and he and, came uh, and he came wow so, so the moral of the story is, if fellas, if you want something bad enough, stay after it. Don't be creepy. <laughs> Don't be creepy about it, but stay persistent and consistent. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Well, B. Jones, I think it's time for uh, championship rounds, right? It is that time. Shout out to him. Uh, and and I guess to, to piggyback off the story, that is the fun part about the, the demand uh, uh, pro skills, right? Um, because that is your your two your couple's name, right? Deja, uh, Deja, and Amanda. Am I saying that correctly? Yes, that's correct. Which combined makes the man. I love it. I love yes. it. All right, Amanda, Miss Frost. So we are at a point of the show where Kevin and I we turn on each other, and we okay. put you in the middle of this, and we call this championship rounds. The, have you ever played the game? Would you rather? I have. All right. So the rules are very simple. Both of us will give you an option. Um, whichever okay. one of these statements align closest to you and your dreams or whatever, you choose that one. The host that gets the, the, the you choose the option gets a point. The first host to, to two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game okay. right now. Yeah, right now. I, uh, I believe I'm in the lead, right, Kevin? I'm up plus one, 27 to 26. I think I am in the yeah, league. It was tied. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we have to. You did win that last one. Yeah. I, 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 I,
No, no, no. You got to help me catch uh, up. You ain't got to oh, help okay. him do nothing. You ain't got to help him do nothing. He's a, he's a grown man. He can stand on his own. So, uh, but, uh, but uh, if you, if you, if um, if you have any questions, feel free to just ask us, and we'll we'll explain anything we we need mean. Okay. All right, Coach Frost, are you ready for championship rounds? I'm ready. All right, round number one. Would you rather keep moving forward and impacting kids' lives and become a well-known AAU club, or go back ten years and do it all over again, knowing what you know now? Ooh. Now, um, I know you're probably thinking about this. If you if you do choose Kevin's option, which I'm not telling you to, because I think your kids deserve you and y'all to move forward, but you can still start your AAU program at some point in time if you do decide to go back. You just get a second chance to pursue your career. So I, I am going to give you that one. Uh, I won't put, put your opinion down that hard. I would I would definitely have to go KT on this one. Um, go back 10 years, I can start my AU program still but what I know now if I knew 10 years ago I would, man it would be different it would be a different story see I was saving this nickname for you there's a DC character named Killer Frost so just okay. remember that I All like right, so that round, Killer Frost Killer do Frost, I have right. that nickname if I don't pick you next round if I don't win the championship round you can't keep it alright so <laughs> round two <laughs> Would you rather go to Coachella and get access to every event and connections or you and Deja get all access backstage passes to NBA All-Star Weekend? NBA All-Star Weekend, that was easy. We're not we're not concert people. I don't like um Coachella's big crowd. Big fashion. He yeah, you you yeah, more than just your beauty. He doesn't like going out. He doesn't like going to clubs or anything like that. I've used the club um but like Coachella and, and big events, we I always just think something's gonna happen. Uh, it's, it's too much happening in this world that I don't need to be caught at a big event and they start blowing stuff up or things <laughs> up. <laughs> Rather go to the NBA All Star where we got this security and we watching some games. There it is. There it is. All right, last rounds. All right, so round number three. Would you rather coach a college program of your choice? and uh, achieve your dreams or become a brand ambassador for Demand International traveling the world helping athletes throughout the country gotta go with Demand gotta go with the brand gotta go with the brand I should've changed minds up a little bit gotta go with the brand what what if I told you you go become a college coach and win a ring gotta go with the brand Dang. All right. Well, I was I was gonna get shut down. I was, the I was man, quick, I was like, all, all day, every day. I was gonna quickly take that killer frost away and just call, call you like <laughs> Wend- Wendy's frosty or something. I was gonna fix that. Kids would have left me if I picked something else. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You did right. You did right, Coach. Killer frost. It is. All right, Killer Frost. So, uh, so I actually checked out the the page, and it, and and it doesn't cost a lot to be a part of Demand. So, if y'all are watching this, you got kids that that you want to send out there to to the to the Demand Pro Skills. It's it's not expensive. I think it was one seventy five a month, and then it was one fifty for for uh, for the the tournament or the, the league. So, I, I just based off what I paid in Shreveport, Louisiana, to participate, that's very economical and uh, very good prices. But I also saw that you guys got a ton of stuff all coming down. 
the pipeline as far as activities and events and games and stuff like that. Tell us what uh, what what do you what is the immediate future for Demand Pro Skills? So right now, um, like I said, we're still in our first year, but we're running our first tournament or shootout. Um, shootouts they just play all on one day. So our, we're hosting our first shootout, which is this Saturday and Sunday. Then next weekend we have Vegas tournament. Week after that, we have our uh, one-year demand party. So we're doing like an all-star event game um, that we're setting up for the kids. The week after that, we have our last summer camp. So that will be the last week of July. We have our um, last week of summer camp. And then August, we're doing another shootout. Um, we're having a couple free throw-a-thons. So we try to look for sponsors to help the kids. Some kids cannot pay that. Some parents, you know, they parents have a lot of kids and um, it's tough to pay, make a 175 payment or, you know, 150 to play in the development league. Um, August, we start development leagues. So the difference between that is AU is, is pretty more, way more competitive. Um, development league is kids are learning the game or trying to get better at the game. And then they move up to that level of AU. So we'll start those in August. Um, start a toddler league in August. Toddlers? Um, yeah, I can't wait for the toddler league. We already got like um, three or four signups, and it's well, we got about like ten kids already ready to sign up, and they're from the ages of four and seven. And we're gonna lower our baskets down and just see them see them play some basketball. Uh, it'll be fun from just watching the little kids play. So we got a lot going on. Well, you know, I, I, you 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 clowned me in championship rounds and gave it to Kevin. So demand is clearly the future. Where do you see this organization? Yeah five to seven years from now in, in your dreams in your dreams when you and when you and Dejar Dejar wrote wrote down what y'all wanted to accomplish what what did that look like so five to seven years we want to right now we have one um one court in a facility the facility is not owned by us so we rent a space um so in five years seven years we, we definitely see ourselves owning like a big facility with multiple courts um I don't know if you've ever seen the Mamba Academy, but that is our vision. So, um, well, the Mamba Academy has now turned into a different name. They, they bought the name out. Um, but the Mamba Academy has, you know, training facilities. It has, you know, a big weight room inside. It just has everything in there for, for athletes to succeed, you know, mental awareness, mental health awareness. And um, we kind of want to become an uh, academy too. Academy is one of the things on our, our our list in five to seven years is you know we want to create a program that um if basketball is what kids want to choose for their life we're going to build a program around that so you go to school from nine to one then you got weights from one to two you know so we're gonna already at the age of you know what i mean at the age of you know middle school say we started at middle school ages you know they're already going to be prepared of how life would work to become a professional but even if you don't become that professional they're still while we're in school we're learning other options so you know maybe you still you love sports you want to be a, a radio host or things like that um, we want to teach all that stuff and of course the basic math and english and things like that and but then like i said they'll be on a schedule of okay they got weight now they got mental health you know tutoring yeah study hall all types of things so um that's what we see sometimes. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's a dope dream. All yeah. right, so Killer Frost, where can people find you on social media? 
So on social media, I have my own personal one, but I'm rarely on it. Um, you can follow us at demand underscore basketball, and that's demand with an A, not an E. Um, underscore basketball. We have a website, demandpostskillsinternational.com. And we also have Facebook, Demand Basketball and Demand for Skills. All right. So do you have any shout outs that you want to give? Shout outs. Um, shout out, of course, to the Demand program. Um, I want to go back to one of the questions that you guys did have. Um, and it was who inspires you kind of on um, social media. And like I said, Jenna, I just met Jenna just through the Basketball Beauties League, but she came through for my kids and it was, it was amazing. You know, she, she didn't, she just did it from her heart, you know, and, and she's a big YouTube star. She's a big, um, she's a big thing. And for her to come out and talk to the kids and, um, you know, and just be there playing with them. She was there with them all day, just having fun, you know, doing the one-on-ones, doing the, the, the knockout. Um, it was amazing to watch and she's just an awesome person. So definitely shout out to Jenna. Shout out to all of the sponsors or the couple of sponsors that we're starting to get. So uh, Mr. Taco is one of them. We had um, um, a couple other little families that are helping us out too. So just want to say thank you. Thank you to my dad. Thank you to my partner, um, Dejar, and to his family. Everybody has been so supportive of us. And everybody who's been supportive of the man, we love you. and Thank you all. And thank you for having me. No, thank you, because uh, I'm pretty sure if you've rocked with us for the last 35 minutes, you can kind of hear the rasp in her voice. Coach had a, a game yesterday, so she still took this on, knowing she wasn't even playing 100%. So, uh, Coach Amanda Frost, you got next, and we want to thank you for being on the show. We want to thank all your fans for checking us out. If Once again, I want to give you an invitation to the altar. If you have not hit that subscribe button, please do so. Uh, like, leave us some comments. Let us know what you, you think about the show. Kevin and I are aggressively uh, engaging. Anybody who wants to talk with us, we'll get on here. We'll talk with you. Chop it up. Answer any questions. If you know good people that want to come on the show, that's what this platform is about. Everybody's story is not going to be on ESPN. So everybody else got you got next because we're going to give you an opportunity to share your story. Now, we do. We do have an opportunity for you to hang with us on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. We go live on YouTube and Facebook uh, at Sports Life Talk. Just sign, you know, hit the subscribe. You'll be notified and you come hang out with us. Kev, what, what am I missing, man? I feel like I'm always missing something. I'll give you the last word. I have one last shout out. Oh, oh one more. One more. Yes, yeah. Um, my best friend Ebony so she's Get Right Fitness and she helps our team out a lot as well and um, if anybody's looking for a great trainer she her body has become amazing like amazing so um, follow uh, what's yeah, that what's the name of you yeah her body is amazing in high school it was not but if you see the before and after she has put in the work um, so she looks amazing now it is Get Right Fitness. Get Right Fitness. Get right well, you got two right. new followers. Three. Yep. You're going to get my person. I'll make sure all the kids follow you guys and comment and subscribe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go. Uh, please do. Hey, that's it. funny. You said, you said over there, you was listening to me close the show. You was like, oh, I forgot about Ebony. I got I to gotta tell him. Oh, yeah. I got Ebony in there. All right, Kev. What, 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 what we missing, man? Anything? Close them up, Kev. So if you use the word Killer Frost, just K-I-L-L-A, Put it on your back and just say, hey, KT sent it. 
There okay. it is. Hey, listen, we love you guys. Y'all stay safe, be blessed, and please, please, please take care of one another out there. And we will see y'all again on the next episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet! Yeet! Ah, ha, ha, ha.